Hello, welcome to Creative Catch-Up, a podcast where myself, Natasha Newton, artist and illustrator, and me, Mel Chadwick, illustrator and designer, will be chatting about running a creative business. Each episode, we'll be diving into a different topic that has come up in our own creative practice. We'll be sharing our experiences, both the ups and downs, struggles and successes, and hopefully give some advice that you'll also find useful. So join us for episode three as we chat about the pitfalls of comparison, how easy it is to fall into it, and how we found ways to break the cycle. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Mel. So today we're going to be talking about another topic, which I think is really relevant and which really affects a lot of us. And that is comparison. Mm. So I want to start by asking you, Natasha, what do you feel about comparison? Is that something that you find you have to battle with? Yeah, I think sometimes more than others. Um, It's something that is there quite a lot. I think it would be anyway, but I think social media makes it worse or kind of amplifies it. I guess it depends a little bit on how well you feel you're doing yourself. If you're going through a particularly bad time, then the comparison monster rears its ugly head again. Um, I like how you refer to it as a monster. Gives an impression <laughs> that it's lurking somewhere. It is. I think it is. It's lurking ready to pounce when you're feeling low, I think. I think that's what happens. It certainly does with me anyway. Yeah, so how, how do you kind of combat it? I think one of the biggest things for me is to try and have like a gratitude for where I am on my journey. And that's not always the easiest thing because you can be feeling really happy about something. Um, Say, you know, you've got a brilliant, you know, brilliant job has come along or you've had some great sales or something. But then the moment you look at somebody else and you see them doing so many amazing things, and you feel like they're doing it so much better than you, it can take away the joy. um, Because they always say comparison is the thief of joy, don't they? Yeah. And so it takes away the joy you had in your achievement. So it's that thing of being focused on just on what you're achieving, you know, and not paying too much attention to other people and what they're up to. But as I said, that's easier said than done. I I often think that artists maybe 20 20 years ago, do you think they would have had it a little bit easier? And I'm just thinking of that purely in the sense of Instagram and social media not being around. Or do you think they would have struggled with it then as well? I think they would have struggled with it. I think they probably have always struggled with it. But I think it's 10 times worse now. I think social media makes it very easy for you to see what other people are doing. Um, And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it isn't. And you're seeing the best bits of their life. And that's what you have to keep in mind as well. It's it's all curated, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's not true to life. As yourself, you normally are on a journey. You you know the difficult times. You know when it gets really hard. and, And also how you've struggled to create something. But then for some reason, we want to omit all of that when we put it Mm. on our Instagram. We want to almost say, oh, let's just cherry pick the moments that best reflect my practice. And and so then when people are looking at what you've done, they just see a very smooth journey, which isn't 
typical of how you've even got there? I think some people uh, do this more than others. They make everything look very easy, even maybe when it hasn't been. And one thing I did try to do a few months ago was um, because I found that since my Instagram has grown to where I'm at now, which is like 98,000 people, people assume that I got there easily and they don't realise it's actually been a seven year journey to get to that point. You know, seven years of constantly posting and um, and for many years, you know, I was just on a few thousand and then one day I did a post that kind of I guess the algorithm picked up on it and and then things started rolling from there and that was like about three years ago or so um but it took me a long time to get here and I do try to actually point that out to people I did write a post about that and said it may look like you know this has been very easy but actually it was anything but that people know that because it gives them hope because I had several people saying, oh, well, this makes me feel better about where I am now, because if it happened to you, it could happen to me. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's um, it's good to to look at what other people have achieved and see it as aspirational rather than let it demoralise you. You know, you end up feeling bad about where you are. I think what you need to do is look at other people and say, well, if they manage to do that, so can I. And everyone... I think, is on their own journey. It's funny, when you're younger, you kind of not really your own person because you Mm. don't really know maybe what you like or what you don't like because you're so often told this is what you should be doing. And I think when you're younger, then comparison with others is what you're used to. That's why it's important as you get older and you mature in your tastes and what you like and dislike and the same in, you know, in your art, you know, is really reflective of you and what you enjoy and you put into your work. You can no longer make those kind of comparisons with with other peers because it's like comparing apples with pears. You're so far from that now. It's it's it doesn't make any sense to compare what you're doing with them because y- your work is completely personal to you and unique. I was just thinking about like standards because obviously you've got to have some standards. How do you know whether you're improving or not or whether you're getting better or worse? So yeah, it does help to have something to compare yourself to in in certain respects doesn't it but what is it that you where do those standards come from when I do my sketchbook workshops I give out uh, sketchbooks and I say to the anyone who comes along don't rip out your pages simply because every time you put new work in you're building like a chronological order of your work and yeah. you can then see how you're progressing so you can look back to those first pages when or you were feeling I really don't know what I'm doing but because you've kept going and kept working on it you can then see progress and I think sometimes that's maybe the standard that you should be comparing yourself with rather than comparing yourself with someone else who may be at a completely different point of their journey bringing it back to your journey and what your what you've achieved so far I think that's an interesting point kind of you know bettering yourself compared to what you have achieved before 
I know that they said, funnily enough, there's uh, another YouTube thing, but they said um, that with your analytics, just make sure that your videos are doing better than your previous videos. Don't worry about how other people's videos are doing compared to yours. Um, so it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? It's like use yourself <laughs> to compare yeah. against rather than, you know, somebody else who's on a totally different journey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, use yourself as the measuring stick. Yeah. <laughs> Your past self as the measuring stick. Yeah. But, but also don't beat yourself up either if you find that some days it's just not, you mm. know, you're just not in the groove, you're just not working. I just think you need to be gentle as well with yourself. You know, not um, exhaust yourself or beat yourself up or thinking again that you've, you've, you've set some unrealistic kind of goal Mm, and yeah. you fail before you even even put a pen on the paper because the goal is just too unattainable i yeah. think it's it's got to be small small steps really exactly yeah because if it is an unattainable goal um and you're always falling short of this you know this thing that you've decided you need to be or where you need to be um yeah, you're going to be constantly unhappy and demoralised. And then that just stops you from doing anything. It's like the comparison monster. <laughs> it never stops because you reach one thing and then you just move the goalposts. You know, so you're, you're constantly unhappy, aren't you? Yeah. Do you find that sometimes you reach a goal but you're so consumed by having to keep going that you don't celebrate reaching yeah. that milestone. It almost like passes you by. Like maybe a few months ago, you wanted to reach that goal and you, you were like desperate for it. And then by the time you've reached it, you're already on to another one. Yeah, I think that's that's how my brain works. <laughs> yeah, and it's really annoying. I do. I find this a very difficult thing to deal with. I do try to make the time to sort of slow down a little bit and just look at those little victories and, you know, all the little great things that happen and just actually take the time to acknowledge them and celebrate them. Because you're right, you know, it's, it's kind of non-stop really you reach one goal and then you're on to the next one and on to the next one and yeah I think it is important to do that mm. it's like what you said before about how do you stop the comparison well be grateful be have gratitude for where you are and so I guess yeah. that celebrating like a milestone or celebrating new work that you've done or celebrating a new job that's come along is a bit yeah. like pausing isn't it and saying thank you and being having that gratitude for for how far you've come and yeah I think I think that's a really important aspect of being able to overcome that because you don't want it to take away the joy in what you're achieving you'll be constantly unhappy if you know you keep comparing you're always going to find somebody else to compare again you know say there's somebody you feel is doing really well well when you reach where they are you're going to be looking at the next person, you know. Oh, but that person has managed <laughs> to do this. And then you just, that's what I mean about moving the goalposts. You're just constantly yeah, moving the goalposts. Exactly. But there's always going to be someone who's going to be ahead of you. It, does, it doesn't matter. There's always going to be someone who's totally. ahead of you. And there's always going to be people who are behind you. There's always going to be all these different levels. And which is why your life would be looking up. 
you know, thinking mm. someone is better than you yeah. or you'll be looking down thinking you're better than them because that's the other side, isn't it, of comparison? It is, but I don't ever, I don't feel like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know how hard it was for me to get to where I am. So when I look yeah. at the people with, say, I don't know, less followers or less sales or whatever it is, whatever, you know, stick you're using to measure this, um, I just think, you know, I was there not that long ago, you know, yeah. and something could happen to them tomorrow and they could just be, you know skyrocketing you know it's difficult if you have dreams and you really want to you want to achieve them and it's really difficult and you can't quite get there it's it's hard when you you know it's at those times I think where you start comparing yourself to other people it's a strange thing and it's very hard to overcome so do you feel like this do you compare yourself how often does it strike for you I think it's it kind of comes and goes I know like what I have to be careful of I always find if I am stuck on a piece of work it's always better for me to either do another piece or work on something else or go out for a walk just go out and clear my head go for a walk look at what's around me be thankful for what what I've got and another thing is that uh, my husband he he will often be my creative pep talker and will say to me remind me don't you remember you managed to accomplish that don't you remember you did this and you did that That's so and great. so yeah. that again will help because uh, it will stop me from wanting to go and see what others are doing mm. but I have to be careful that I don't end up kind of having a pity party as well yeah that's, an, that's yeah, a, totally that's another that's another kind of thing that happens if you start kind of thinking oh no I'll never be I'll never achieve anything this is never going to happen you end up feeling sorry for yourself and when you start feeling like that you then are giving the power away to change yeah because you're not in the right frame of mind to do no. what you need to do in order to get to where you want to be exactly and and you just feel like yeah the circumstance won't change everyone is better than me the only way you can stop it is just to switch off your device and put it down and just step outside of yourself I know this sounds a bit harsh but you have to stop thinking about yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you're right this is yes you're completely right yeah it's very self-indulgent in a way isn't it yeah and that's really hard sometimes to realize yeah um which is why I guess gratitude is where you're not thinking of yourself, you're thinking of things around you which are, you can be thankful for. If you want, another way is to be thankful for what's happening in other people's lives. Instead of like thinking in your head when you look at someone else's work, I really can't achieve that. Look at what is good about it and write a comment that says that. Yeah. So you are acting in the opposite spirit. That's a very, that's very good advice, yeah. So it forces you to, to focus on someone else rather yeah. than on, on you. It, again, it yeah, changes your kind of mindset. It does. That's a really, that's a good piece of advice, a really good way of dealing with it. And I think also to bear in mind that that person probably was also dealing with all of this you know because I don't think anyone is completely immune to it I you know no matter how successful you are how well you're doing you know everyone is feeling like that you often feel inferior yeah to what you see but 
But there is the other side of feeling superior. And the thing is, they both come from the same place of self looking at self yeah. more than looking at others. I guess, yes, it comes from your ego, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whether, you, whether you feel your ego is, is better or mm. whether you feel your ego is, is lower, yeah. it, it, it's still the same. It is, you're right. Yeah, it's like two sides to the same coin. Is that what they'd say? Yeah, you end up, if you if you feel superior, you end up like feeling everything is a competition and you yes. get quite competitive. Yeah. You also, you know, find it hard when people give you criticism or you get defensive if people try to show you up or, or or point out something that isn't quite right yeah or you know that kind of thing and also like not be teachable so you don't think that you can learn anything yes and it, that's it's so important isn't it to be open to learning things and seeing what other people are doing and then adapting it to your own circumstances yeah so you generally find, I guess, that you're more blind to what other people are doing when you feel superior or you feel your work is better. You you don't acknowledge. I think, yeah, I think that might be quite dangerous because I think it doesn't allow um, room for growth. You know, if you just think that you're right all the time or that you're the best, you know, where do you go from there? I think a little bit of self-doubt is a very good thing. I do think it keeps you growing and learning. But you just have to not allow it to get to the stage where it becomes this paralyzing kind of force. And um, and you just become so totally demoralized. You think, why am I even bothering? And that, and that comes back to having an aim for yourself and having a focus for yourself. Mm. What is it that you want to see develop in your practice? Yeah. What is it that you want to grow into? Because if you don't have a focus for your practice, you'll just be led by other people and what they they happen to be focusing on. Mm. Yeah, so it's like instead of just going down your one path, which will lead you to where you want to be probably much more directly and quickly, You'll, you'll be going off on all these other little roads leading off, wouldn't you? Because you're, you're, you're very um, influenced by other people. And, um, yeah, they, oh, they're doing that. Oh, I'll have a go. But then it takes you off where you're actually, you know, you're wanting to go yourself. I think this is, yeah, this is the thing of having a, a proper goal and knowing where you're going rather than... Um, it's like this thing of being influenced by trends I think I try not to do that too much with my work. You see this on social media, certainly. You'll see there will be a trend for a particular topic or a particular colour palette or something like that. And and then lots of people will jump on it and you kind of think, should I be doing that too? And then I think, no, just, just go make the work that you really believe in that comes from your experiences because you know all of us are living a different life and we all have our very own personal experiences so we all have something to say through our work and I think that the best work comes from when you are being completely authentic and you're just you're expressing what's in you rather than it becoming this diluted trend following work 
that doesn't really mean that much to you, you know? Say if you're working as a, a commercial illustrator and you are given trends to follow and you are given colour palettes mm. that you know are on brand for that year, you know, yeah. like the Pantone colour of the year. I know that I've you know being given that you know by by my agent like at times for greetings cards and um you know florals are always popular you're told and like mm. you know this year llamas are making a <laughs> kind of appearance and I don't know I think sometimes there is a you have to do that work if you want to sell yeah, yeah. In, in that space but at the same time you have to find your own style and interpretation of the brief otherwise you do end up with very similar looking pieces is it like a house style and you end up having copycats of the same piece which look all great together but you know I don't know if it helps you personally as an illustrator yeah I think I think sometimes you do have to be a bit more commercial obviously if you're working primarily as an illustrator you know and you you're dealing with clients I think you can also do it in your own way and still not being too concerned with what everyone else is doing because it's always better to have you know something that's that's fresh looking and unique looking than you know all this stuff that looks the same yeah but it's so hard at first when you're especially when you're first kind of trying to work in that market and you're trying to find what sells and you see other artists kind of saying that they've got licenses for Mm. all of these pieces and then you think oh should I be now producing those pieces you see the negative aspect I guess of of comparison because you just end up replicating what's there and yeah I think I think probably everyone if they're honest has been in that position at some point yeah and it is difficult um I think it's important to stick to your own path and um, yeah, even if you are doing that kind of thing, you need to know, you know, your style. How are you going to interpret it? So it's different to everybody else's. And yeah, it's not always easy. Certainly when you're starting out, it isn't easy. I know that I used to be much more influenced by other artists. I think when you're less sure of yourself... And you're, you know, you're, or you're earlier on in your career, like we were saying, it's much easier to be influenced by other people. I think that's why I ended up taking up sketchbooking and um, just to just to fit alongside my commercial stuff. And that that's what's so nice, isn't it? About when you actually find what you're doing and you want to do, you you may not know everything that you're going to to gain, but you. You pick up things as you go along and you and comparing with others just doesn't make any sense, does it? Because it no. just totally distracts from what you're doing and what your yeah. aim is. It it would just take you off another path. Yeah, it's an unnecessary distraction. I think and it really helps to know other people are going through it. Because if ever others have mentioned this, you know, it it, it does help. Um so you don't feel so alone in your kind of doubting. But, you know, those moments you have where you're just feeling not quite good enough. And um, I think a little bit of that is healthy, but too much of it is paralyzing and demoralizing. And so you need to find that balance. And I think it's really important not to live your life around social media. I know there are times where I have to just step back a little bit from Instagram 
Um, I would say other social media as well, but to be honest, I barely use Twitter or Facebook. I kind of I post on them now and again, but it's not like not like I do on Instagram. But it's important to take a step back because it can be really detrimental to your work and to your focus. Yeah, I guess, like you said, we just need to keep that monster on a tight leash, I think. Yes, don't keep feeding him. (laughs) (laughs) And you are in control. You are in control. I think that's the important thing. The power is in your hands. Yeah. Not in that little monster. Yes. Because as soon as you give him control, he will, he will get you give him an inch and he'll take a mile (laughs) exactly yes (laughs) hey natasha what is it that we're going to be talking about on our next episode we're going to be talking about the interesting topic of building a community how to find your tribe and how to communicate with them effectively brilliant i'm looking forward to that one so am i i think this is a really good topic Thanks again for tuning in to another episode with myself and Natasha. If you have any more comments or feedback on what you've just heard, please drop us a line in our YouTube or our Instagram, which you can find at... At creative underscore catch up. Please share with your friends or other people who you think will find this useful and we'll speak to you again soon.